Hey Zane. Jake, how are we? We are great because we have a sponsor of this podcast. Man, what an idiot, right? I know, right? Like, I can't believe this guy gave us free soap to talk about his handmade soap company. There's no way that he listens to this podcast. He, he possibly can't. He can't. He can't be paying attention when I talk about how his soaps are good at healing and restoring and hydrating his skin. And, and all the fact that it's made out of natural ingredients like olive oil, palm oil, and coconut oil, and shea butter. Mm. Like, there's no way he's listening. Especially when we talk about, like, you being dirty. Yeah. I need to clean my mustache. Yeah. Or, like, like, how I'm getting all gross because, like, I haven't got a new free sample in a while. Which, I mean, can we just re-up with this guy or we got to use our own promo code? We might have to use our own promo code, which Ooh. is booked15. We will get 15% off a purchase. And that's and a good deal. It is a good deal, especially when you log on to EvansCountryClean.com. You know, you get 15% off by using booked15, the promo code. But, like, man, I need some more free soap real fast. The quickest. Or I'll even pay for this. Jake, you know, here lately, I still got a little bit of soap left. I'm trying to make it last. I've gotten other soaps. I've bought other soaps. Yeah, because that's the thing with Evan, Evan's Country Clean Soap. Like, it's so good. I burned through mine so fast because it's it's very hypoallergenic. It's great for people with sensitive skin, which I definitely have. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I've got a lot of skin i got to cover. Mm-hmm. And you've got more. I do. Luckily, a lot of mine's covered by hair. You oh. don't have as much hair. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem. And I want to support small businesses and I, stuff like we that. We do like that? Especially since I don't support breweries anymore since I've yeah. been drinking. Well, don't worry. I've been taking up the mantle for you. Okay. Well, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. But maybe I need to support, like, hand-making soap companies, much like our sponsor. You Evans do have Country skin. Clean. You need to clean that skin. Exactly. And Evans Country Clean, he most certainly has that. So he's got a whole men's product line and a wonderful scent on all his bars of soaps. And we know that. I do. What, what flavor did you have again? I had the Black Orchard. I am still rocking my milk, honey, and oatmeal, and it is amazing. It smells better and better every time I use it. Yeah, I, I just I just wish more people listened to this ad so people could know about the joy and use the promo code BOOK15 at Evan's Country Clean. I wish Evan listened to this show more so he could send us more free soap. So this whole ad is a veiled uh, plea to Evan. <laughs> Please send us some more soap. Or anyone that knows Evan. Or if you're a fan and want to buy soap and then send it to us, also acceptable. Exactly. And if you do, make sure you use the promo code BOOKED15 at EvansCountryClean.com. How did this get booked? 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 Who put this on the card? How did this get booked? It's makes you a star. How did this get booked? You're welcome on the line. How did this get booked? We welcome for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of How Did This Get Booked? I, of course, am your host, Jake Manning. I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by my friend, my fellow water drinker. Yeah. But uh, somebody has a bigger bottle than me, my friend. Compensating. Compensating? <laughs> Compensating my hydration. Uh, uh, did you overdo it? Anyways, with Zane Riley, who obviously overdid it <laughs> yeah, last I mean, night. You have to ask? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, it's just I, called doing it where I come from. <laughs> just doing it. Like on Monday. Because we're recording this on a Tuesday. And and, and, I, and I worked till midnight. Oh, and I still did it. Okay. You still, still did it. <laughs> uh, just, well, it's nice to know that somebody's still doing it mm-hmm. out there for, for all of us out there. Just trying to keep the dream alive. Well, you got you to gotta do that. But speaking of people that are trying to keep the dream alive, uh, segments, this, segments, one one. This gentleman is trying to keep the, the the dream alive that we're actually going to be friends someday. <laughs> no, that's uh, cute. That's why I brought him over here, for, mm-hmm. and especially since I'm trying the new Zoom <laughs> recorder. Like, if this show fucks up, we got a scapegoat. I, I, I got a scapegoat, and I don't give a fuck if it doesn't see the light of day. Because the man joining us today is Paul Baeza. Paul, hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Uh, how are you doing? You nice dressed man, yeah. as, as you always are, Paul. You got a job interview? Uh, no, I. I you have a job? Yeah, I set people up for job interviews. Essentially, I sell suits, so I got to wear them. Really? 
Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> and I love, I love that he has just the. He's got. I'll keep in mind. I can say this because I have one too. He has the scuzzy looking mustache, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Hey, can I sell you a suit, sir?" Like, <laughs> that's what I love about Paul. That's that's the only reason. That's all. It's all love about Paul. I, it's about it, really. It really <laughs> is. But it's just that dichotomy. Like you can do nothing but be a comedian with that look yeah. and that job. That's the only way you can fit into this world. Did Paul. your suit say your name on it somewhere? Uh, this one does not. Mm. I have some that do. Um. This one I actually won in a bet. Made one of my coworkers buy it for me. So. <laughs> you live a wild and crazy life. Yeah. <laughs> Got a pinky toe off one time for a bet. You want a suit. Good for you. That's funny. Josie was just talking about how he, she bet somebody she would buy them an iPhone. And then... Uh, Wait. Yeah. And, and she lost the bet and didn't buy the person an iPhone. <laughs> but went, went, to, went to the work to buy an iPhone uh, case. Mm-hmm. Put a TNA uh, like toboggan in there and shrink wrap it, <laughs> and then hand it to the person. <laughs> oh wait, that's awesome! So, to, so they thought they actually were going to get it because it was like shrink wrap. Like, oh, this is an actual iPhone. <laughs> no, it's not. You just crammed a, a little toboggan. <laughs> a in there. knitted hat. Knitted hat. Toboggan. It's whatever you. I call. love toboggan. I say toboggan. Everybody bitches. Toque if you're in Minnesota. <laughs> if you're into it. If you're into it. So. Toque if you're nasty. But, uh, Paul, we usually at this time we ask this question, and, and I was looking very hard to find a non-wrestling fan, and I feel like you qualify, but mm-hmm. you did say there were three years in mm-hmm. your life that you were an actual wrestling fan. Can you please talk to us about your first exposure, how you got in, interested and so big into wrestling, and then what made you leave it? And could you be insanely detailed? Because this uh, video we're doing is only 40 minutes long. Yes. <laughs> so, in sixth grade, I guess, I had a, a buddy that that was into it, and so I started watching it with him, and then I got into, like, the Monday Night Raw and the WWE, uh, and just watching that. What years would this be? 2006 through Jesus fucking Christ, you are in sixth grade in 2006? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has been another edition how this kid fucked. <laughs> you mean another edition of that we're old as fuck? Yeah, I'm leaving. And everybody... Taking the, my large water and going everybody home. everybody in the Charlotte comedy community is young as fuck. <laughs> How about you do open mics with all these gentlemen, all right? Like <laughs> Now you know why I signed up so early, because I'm old and, I, and Grandpa, I Man- Grandpa Manning's got to get to bed. Yeah, yeah. he's got to meet all the boys at the, the Hardys at 4 a.m. Continue on. Continue on oh, your story. Yeah, so, um, and then I got into it. Um, uh, this was around, like, you know, middle school. So, I, you know, I started jerking off to the Divas. Okay. That's all right. kind of how I really got my introduction. Who, who Candace Michelle was on Playboy. Okay, but so Candace Michelle tickled your fancy the most. But, I mean, I, that's the one I remember. Uh, so then, yeah, she did a Playboy right around that time. Mm-hmm. So you see, and so, so you, it was the full whatever. But, but not, none of the other girls were like, hmm. Uh, I mean, Victoria didn't trip that trigger for you. Nah, that's like no. I don't, Stacey I can't, Keebler. Stacey Keebler was hot too. Uh, I remember my yeah. P.E. teacher, this is a weird memory. But yeah, my P.E. Well, teacher okay, mentioned being in the... Segway is 101. Continue. I remember my two P.E. teachers who were um, probably around like my age now. Uh, at the time, we're talking... I, I remember they... 15? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 24. No. Not far off. Yeah. Okay. Um... But yeah, it was like WrestleMania 22, I think, was the, the big one that I remember watching. But uh, and then after like after middle school, I moved down to North Carolina and kind of just stopped paying attention to it. Did, you, did, did, did we not have cable? You moved to the Mecca thing? and you don't want to do it anymore? <laughs> you know, that, that's you, like I moved, you moved to Orlando and you don't want to go to Disney anymore? I, I moved like a half a block away from the Growlings and I just didn't feel like doing improv anymore. Couldn't do it. <laughs> What was it about the move that just were like, you know what, I just not... Uh, I just didn't, I didn't state know New anyone, like it was my the, my friends that were into WWE, I guess, uh, were all up there, and I didn't really meet anyone that was super into it down here. You do realize that people so. down here probably went to shows down here, <laughs> yeah. or their uncle was like Shane Austin. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> or somebody to that extent. But just the just the, the move, you're like ah fuck it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I know for the for the first while, like we rented a house for the first few months we moved, and we didn't have cable, mm-hmm. so that probably was a big part of it. So then I like lost touch. 
Yeah, because I, I mean, well, I, I can't criticize that much because that's how I stopped watching because I was watching WWF Superstars, which was a syndicated program on the mm-hmm. ABC affiliate, and as soon as they stopped syndicating it and all moved to cable, it's like wrestling didn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, uh, the internet didn't exist when I was growing up. <laughs> you know, in the Stone Age. <laughs> with, with Grandpa Manning and everything when I had to fight off pterodactyls and shit. <laughs> so, that time. Uh, well, the TVs look something like that control panel back then, right? <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. And our remotes had a string on them, too. <laughs> they had remotes? Oh, <laughs> uh, there they are. Your, da- your dad just made you get up and change the channel. <laughs> yeah. Jake was a remote. I was the remote, yes. But um, well, who were your favorite wrestlers when you were interested? Uh, Candice Michelle. I liked Rey Mysterio. And, uh, Why Rey Mysterio? Because he was short and Hispanic and... I'm short and Hispanic. You're Hispanic? Um, yeah, half. Mm, I, you know. Okay. But I, I, had a, I had a favorite. It was like he was, I like SmackDown, and then I guess John Cena was on Raw at the time, so he was my favorite Raw guy. Okay. What was it about John Cena that you liked? Because at, at that time, we all hated him. <laughs> he would have yeah. been, <laughs> been the polar opposite of Rey Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> not short and not Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. Um... This is dorky as fuck. I, he, no, that's he rapped. He rapped. Uh, yeah, I like the rap. I was super big into rap in middle school. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I could. I couldn't. That's it seemed attainable when John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. But why? Why never the interest to get back into it? Um. I don't know. I've always been a f- like a, a fan of it, and I, I like. Actually, I just. I don't. I don't really watch TV all that much. That's that been a big thing. Just don't um, care. Like it's not on Netflix, so like. Hipster. Yeah, I. Fucking millennials. I don't. Just, yeah, I just don't watch too much on you, cable. You're, are you so you're a cord cutter in a sense that you, all you have is like Netflix and. A little bit, and stuff, yeah. So it, since you don't have cable, you don't care. It's like, yeah, I just watch what I can uh, attain on my. PlayStation. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to like corner you and everything. No, 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 no yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I just, I have. Don't let this new light bulb that I put in that's super hot, like, fool you, this is an interrogation. I'm just, I, like, I'm curious what makes people just be like, nah, I've had enough of this. I get it. You know? Jake's the only guy that I know with cable, too, so it's kind of. Well, it's the sports, my friend. It is. If, if, you're, if you're a sports fan, you have to have cable. Mm. Like, if you want to see LeBron. Uh, make it through the playoffs, and possibly survive. You think? I'm, I'm hoping. It's, it's, the Cavs have made it interesting, and, and much like the Patriots made last football season very interesting. So, you know, that's the only reason to have cable is because of sports. But I, I'm like I'm like I said, I'm not trying to interrogate you. I'm just, I'm just curious how like people are the interest wanes and goes and comes and goes because it's such an integral part of my life that I'm just curious how. It's not on everybody else's. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I definitely, I remember, like, asking an, an older, when I, in middle school, asking a guy, like, about wrestling. He was like, yeah, no, I, I kind of watch it and being like, well, wait, how does he not, like, uh, schedule his Mondays and Fridays around <laughs> watching SmackDown and Raw? Uh, and then as I, like, I, I don't know, I got busy. Most of the time I'm not home at, at those times anyway. And, uh. Just kind of lost interest like that. I don't. I don't really. Never really been big on sports in any category. Mm-hmm. So I guess wrestling was just a part of that. Like it's just enough sports for you not to pay attention to it. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. Yeah. But not enough theater to be into it. Yeah, it's just not enough dragons for it to be mm-hmm. really good television. Oh man. Or not enough robots <laughs> to really be engaging and gripping, thought provoking television. Well, it's understandable. Like I said, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to, to gauge. That's why I have the common folks, civilians yeah. on there, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess just, I'm just trying to figure it all out. And part of the thing is, is we make you watch something. Jesus un- fucking Christ. Unique, oddball, out there, and that's exactly what that we were discussing today. Like, like, if you wanted something... <laughs> <laughs> that's not if you, if you don't like if you're not a sports fan well def- I promise you there's nothing athletic about what you just no, saw not. <laughs> but what we are discussing today is the Big Japan Wrestling Grocery Store Deathmatch um, the actual deathmatch took place in Yokohama, Japan on July 1st 1995 to give a little bit of background about uh, Big Japan Professional Wrestling um, Big Japan Pro Wrestling was founded by former All Japan stars uh, 
I'm going to try very hard to do this. Um, obviously, Kendo Nagasaki and Shinji uh, Kojika. I think that's I think that's how it's said. I'm, I'm usually pretty on point with my Japanese pronunciations from working at HighSpots.com as yeah. long as I am, but I, I think that's how it is. But Big Japan Wrestling had a uh, a working relationship with CZW, New Japan, WXW, uh, Germany over the years, and it kind of came about in the mid-90s because of FMW and IWA Japan and the deathmatch rise in Japan, which filtered over into the United States and through ECW and such, so... That's how it came to be, and Big Japan Pro Wrestling actually has a streaming service, so if you want to see the grocery store deathmatch and you didn't <laughs> see the free link that I put out on my YouTube page and the How to This Get Book website, you can check it out there and see more <laughs> hardcore Japanese wrestling that still was going to this day. So, but let's get into the actual video, which had opening commercials and ads. It was halfway through this thing before I realized the actual show had started. <laughs> yeah, it took me a, a minute, too. <laughs> so it was kind of like Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. where like you had the, the beginning trailers. Yeah. What, are these actual trailers? Yes. Yeah. So, Is he also doing this? Uh, Subliminal. Like, yeah. Like, the first, the first thing that we saw was a man being evicted, and then all of a sudden he was owning a video store? Or is that a different sure. guy? Or yeah, was, was that the same guy? I don't know. He was down on his luck, and he was like, now I've got DVDs in my jackets buttoned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unbuttoned jacket, I'm evicted. Homeless, yeah. <laughs> I'm homeless, I let my family down. Button up jacket, all the video cassettes in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Button my jacket and turn my life around. <laughs> I guess those are repo men. I don't know what's yeah. going on in there. Like, I, I don't know. But, and then we see a short montage because <laughs> of Boner midgets. Jams. Be- oh, because I was saying it because of midgets. Uh, I was yeah, making there's... a short joke. Oh, yeah, I'm on here, but that's the next. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the porn. Which was a commercial for, uh, I-, I guess, like a. Go on. Some sort of midget, midget <laughs> commercial tape, and there was one where the midget had uh, was in the back of a limousine, <laughs> the full-size woman said something to her, and then they had like a belt that had a cassette tape on it. Like that was pretty awesome and weird. I was like, is this the beginning of the show? Yeah, that's what I nope, nope, not at all. And I think it's for a completely different company. Yeah. I'm just wondering, I wanted to find out more about the limo midget. <laughs> Where's he at? Let's Google limo midget, see what he's up to. And then the next commercial we see on, at least on our feed, was uh, a nipple. Yeah. yeah. A nipple right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for piercing and tattoo. <laughs> we should repress that. Which is odd, because you're not supposed to have tattoos in Japan, because it's a sign that you're part of the, the Yakuza. Um, if you have tattoos that are visible, that's why if you have tattoos, you're supposed to cover them in public. Mm. So the fact that you have a running ad for tattoos <laughs> on this videotape. Maybe it's a Yakuza front. It, well, it definitely is. Yeah, the, the, this me. company is definitely... That's one of the, the things I found in the research of Big Japan, which actually uh, gets me to not the next commercial, but the commercial after that, where they had like this big like death match in a house. Mm-hmm. Big Japan actually ran like uh, a show where they had a house death match where they recreated somebody's house, <laughs> and they had a death match in it, mm-hmm. and it cost $100,000. To make the recreation of this house, and they did it when Big Japan was like doing very poor financially. <laughs> and, I got an idea. Everybody follow me. And that house deathmatch didn't do very well, so like a lot of guys put even more of a strife on on people in the yeah. promotion. So, uh, yeah, but the yeah, there was a house deathmatch, but that was for IWA Japan, so it was a different company. We see uh, an ad for Subliminal. I don't get that something. Uh, like, is it subliminal if they tell you they're doing a subliminal message? I don't know how that I mean, works. maybe since they're putting that word in English, no one knows what it means. Oh, shit. Sure. Did, did any of you guys watch it with the English translation captions on? That was an option? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, but don't don't worry, it wasn't. I mean, it didn't it change was, it? But, like, the translations, I, I took notes, and I, <laughs> I, I made sure to oh, take I... down some of my favorite fake, like... <laughs> I knew there was a reason why I booked you, Paul. God, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what were some ones you got? Um, so there's a scene in the very beginning where it shows Nagasaki training a few guys in the in the ring. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember that, but uh, let's see. Flare as big heel as ma- uh, mathematical style flares on dental mats. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. So, Checks out. Uh, last year won a wrestling great deer. 
D E E R? Yeah. D E A R. Ah. That all checks out. That's fantastic. I want to go rewatch it now. Just like the random red line commercial. That is the beginning of this as well. We actually start off with a short clip from an actual wrestling Yes. Uh, it's actually from uh, IWA Japan, which mm-hmm. is one of the other hardcore promotions in Japan at this time. And it was Kendo Nagasaki with uh, Yuji uh, Tanaguchi versus Tarzan Goto and Mr. Genskanu. I always mess that up, mm-hmm. but he trained with Hayabusa uh, in FMW. Uh, he was he was Tarzan Goto's young boy along with Hayabusa, so... That. But they showed a clip of it, basically of Kendo just beating the shit out of this guy, beating the beating ripping the, his own leg off. It was basically just Kendo and Tarzan beating the shit out of the other guy's young boy until they got tired of it. Yeah, and then just got real crazy. Yeah, and that leg lock. Like, oh my god! Just I yelled "Oh shit!" in my office earlier when I was watching it. <laughs> like, oh shit! I had to like look around like who heard me. And, and I thought it was all it was weird that all of a sudden when Tarzan Goto got tagged in, they started putting sound effects in. Yeah, like, but they do that throughout the thing. Yeah, they Those do. sound effects are great. Yeah, they though. come in and out from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you guys knock the shit out of each other. Yeah, but it basically just ends with Kendo, like, beating the fuck out of Tarzan's young boy. And it just as I'm seeing it, I'm just like, man, the last thing I ever want to do is face an old Japanese Yeah. Man. Like, that's the last thing you ever want to do as a pro wrestler. When he starts wailing on him with the chair, but it's, like, upside down, like, the curve is going down on him, like, just wearing him out. Just as hard as possible. Um, Totally cool with it. Totally fine with it. But we should also mention right now about Kendo Nagasaki. Um, For a long time, I thought the Japanese version of Kendo Nagasaki was the original version. I was wrong. There was actually a British version of Kendo Nagasaki because he was doing the character... In 1964, Peter Thornley was his name. And he's most notably known for hypnotizing Robbie Brookside <laughs> to attack his tag team partner, William Regal. Sounds right. Um, so, and he was known for his power of hypnosis. He was a samurai, and he was known to put people in trances, whereas the Japanese version is just known to put you in a coma. Coma. <laughs> like, that's basically... He's going to beat you to death. Yeah, that, that's the true difference between the British version mm-hmm. and the Japanese version. Of Kendo Nagasaki. And actually, Kendo's got a very long, long career. Mm-hmm. A very storied career. He had spent time in Stampede Wrestling, NWA, WCW, World Class Wrestling. He's also one of the people who notably trained uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah. So, one of Zane's favorite wrestlers. I had his uh, book. <laughs> it's a book. Oh. Did, you, did you read it? Did you Wait, enjoy it? No, no, I had Shawn Michaels' book. No. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, you piece of shit. <laughs> he did that on purpose. Yeah, I think you knew. I think you knew. He knew what he was doing. You're he not knew wearing socks. He knew exactly what he was doing. You're not the first person to confuse the two. Yeah. I don't think you were confusing. I think you were... You trolling me, dog? I, I think you're a Shawn Michaels guy, much like myself. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. You got to troll Bret Hart sometimes. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> it should be noted about Kendo Nagasaki about how tough he is. Um, in September of 1995... He fought at, a car. Uh, no, he did a shoot MMA fight. Good for him. <laughs> at the age of 47, he's just like, I'll try my first MMA fight. Did he win? Um, I don't think so. No. Nah. But but still, the fact that you're willing to try it at 47 years yeah. old. Yeah, And and that's what's funny about the grocery store death match was like, he's... Like, some people would be in a fight camp about that time. <laughs> He's fighting young boys at a grocery store yeah. market. <laughs> well, well, people would be training for an MMA fight. So. But he is training training these students at the Big Japan Dojo. And then we start seeing the time lapse of, of the actual market. They show at 9 a.m. when it's raining. Well, before we get to that, like, when they kept interviewing him, like, doing those little promo deals in between, but they kept calling them fight one, fight two. Fight three. I, I don't. I, I don't want to even explain some of these graphics. Like some of these directorial choices <laughs> seemed puzzling to me. I Random loved the lightning cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Random like voiceover actor. Yeah. yeah. It's like whoever was in charge of writing third grade powerpoints. Yeah. <laughs> like it's basically like the graphic designer was somebody who was really good at kid picks at that time. <laughs> if anybody remember kid picks, I picks. do remember kid picks. <laughs> really loved Day of the Warrior. <laughs> yes, yes. Had a video toaster <laughs> version one. Yeah. 
those things. Um, but yes, this is a rookie challenge grocery store deathmatch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is basically Kendo Nagasaki taking on everyone. Uh, let's give a shot. Yosuku Kobayashi, CJ Yamakawa, uh, Yuji Taniguchi, and Bruiser Akimoto. Hmm. I believe is how the older say it. Uh, I'm not exactly sure which ones are which because <laughs> the ring announcer uh, made it sound like every one of them were Bruiser Akimoto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do know Yuji was in the red. Okay. Was uh, he? Was he the original tag partner for? In the first match? Yes, he okay. was the guy. That, that's the only reason I yeah, even know that it... Yeah, it's wearing the same gear. Yeah, because we're wearing the same gear. None of them were wearing fucking knee pads Yeah. in this match. Well, they're all young boys. They're all young boys. This is... <laughs> I try... Actually, uh, to jump ahead, uh, actually, Kobayashi is actually Abdullah Kobayashi, who actually became a, quite a fixture in Big Japan Pro Wrestling, and he actually mm-hmm. came over for CZW a couple of times. I'm not exactly sure which one he is. I think he's the guy in the green trunks. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll refer. I'm refer, I refer to everybody. <laughs> trunk I, color. By co- trunk color. And guy that goes to hospital eventually. Yes. <laughs> Who the yeah. guy I, I think with the hospital? I believe yellow is, trunks. Yellow is trunks. Yamakawa, who was uh, Ryuji Yamakawa, who became Mister Big Japan. Mm. So I'd like to believe that that was him, but he might also have been black trunks. So I don't know. It's very. <laughs> It's very tough. To, he he filled out to his body. He might have also been black. So we yeah we don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like black trunks was Bruiser Akimoto. Okay. I'm I, I'm almost 100 percent on that. I could I think I get yellow and black mixed up, but I'm pretty sure you that green trunks is huh? You colorblind? Yeah. I'm, I'm Blacks just, and yellows fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a dog. Blacks <laughs> and yellows. I just I confuse all the time. I get it. I get it. Like all the time. I can't tell the difference between. All right, I'm going to skip it there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once I started realizing yellow and black, I'm, mm, maybe I should, yeah, let me leave that alone. That's why you've never been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I, I, I know we've only got like a half an hour, a 30-minute match to go yeah. right now yeah. at the 24-minute mark. But <laughs> yeah. We're wrapping it up. We're not far. We're, or we were already on the takeover. Like, <laughs> you've got three pieces of paper left, and I didn't write anything down. So <laughs> we're, I, I've, I've we're got quite a bit. Oh, I've, okay. got, I've got five, six pages here. As you know, I do far more research for this podcast than I should. Um, but 11 a.m., people are shopping, moving around, and they have, at 1 p.m., they start barking people in. Not mm-hmm. a whole lot different than a regular comedy show. A ring announcer is there. They just have a canvas thrown down on some mats. <laughs> there were mats? I thought it was just on the ground. Yeah, I thought there was just like a tarp over some bricks. Yeah, I thought they put a tarp over a canvas I think on the cement. I think they put some mats there. Okay. I'm almost, I'm almost 100%. Because, like, immediately, uh, Red tr- like red pants bumps and like, oh fuck that. I'm glad they put some mats down on that five by five area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Held like, in by like wire fencing. Yeah. Which uh yeah, which Kendo was just sitting there with a barbed wire baseball bat. For no reason. For no fucking reason. But uh I have to say the entrances through the store <laughs> pretty Real George <laughs> South. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just come around. it's much like that Walmart show I did. Mm-hmm. Where we, we got changed in the actual fitting rooms of Walmart. Yep. And then we walk through the front door out to the ring. So, But uh, Kendo got a whole big entrance. Sure did. With uh, with a band and everything. And I thought it was the Battle Hymn of the Republic. I was wrong. The, the song they were playing were Stars and Stripes Forever. Mm-hmm. I knew it was the, like an like a American song. Yeah. So. Which I think is amazing to have like mm-hmm. just a brass quartet playing <laughs> your wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. Just intermittently throughout the entire thing with no real reason. Yeah. Like, the, whenever they started, there was no real reason to start. They are just like, fuck it, let's play. Yeah, the only, they only seemed like they had the cue was like, hey, when he throws the boombox, box, start yeah. playing. As, as they're getting ready to pin somebody, start playing. <laughs> just like, and they played like Stars and Stripes forever, like a couple of times. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> and like, well, and there was like one time where they sounded like a mariachi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I'm sort of, I'm sort of thinking like, what? What does the, the, the set list look like for this band that's in Japan? We need, like, we need a Japanese band that can do a little El Mariachi and some horns and play the most American patriotic songs ever. <laughs> what do you guys know? Well, we know Kukaracha. And then also, we need you guys to just follow someone around playing those while some while they get the shit beat out of them. <laughs> I think it was to kind of like take people out of the moment, like when it got too graphic or when it got too hardcore. 
Play a little bit of nice music. Oh, you like, mean whenever Kendo was doing anything to who he was Just with? starts randomly throwing refrigerators at people? Yeah. Yeah, I... And this whole thing started with Kendo just loses his shit with... <laughs> I don't know about what. I don't know what. He's too much time on the ground. I get it. Yeah. You don't like chain wrestling? Understood. But I, I like how uh, Taniguchi and Black Trunks... Yeah. Which, I, I think is Bruiser. Which, by the way, when uh, Black Trunks walked out... Seriously questioning his life, mm-hmm. like seriously. He knew what was coming. He, he was like, "I'm winning, but am I?" Yeah, but at the same time too, he should have been fucking happy because he was with uh, Taniguchi, and they had the most adorable mm-hmm. fight. They sure did. They, had, they were throwing bicycles at each other. <laughs> that was the most dangerous thing. Yeah, did. Like, oh my god. That's when they realized, "Oh, we need to back this yeah. off." And One like, of them literally pied the other in the face. Yeah, and started spraying whipped cream on him, and yeah, and yeah. pied him. Yeah, like. Red versus uh, black was basically like, just like a Benny Hill scam. Yeah. yeah. But there was a much darker, sinister <laughs> thing going on with Kendo and Yellow. They Tons weren't even Trunks. around. They weren't even around the people. They were in a back alley most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, and like Kendo was doing just straight up headshots right to green trunks and yellow mm-hmm. trunks. Repeatedly. Unpretentious swings the shit to the back of the head. And just like throwing them on top of like vegetable stands, mm-hmm. which I feel like it might have been set up. Oh, might yeah. not have been. I would have, like, why wouldn't the cops have been caught at some point if this wasn't planned? Well, because the Yakuza paid everybody. Uh, I guarantee the Yakuza was like, hey, we're going to fuck up this market. This is for our buddies. You Here's a couple hundred yen. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you think it was only a couple hundred yen? Or whatever. whatever I, think, are. I think like $5 is like a few thousand yen. Okay, well... Duh. Here's yeah. billions of yen. Billions of yen. You billions see this tattoo? I'm a Yeah, concern. look at my dick. There's pearls in it. <laughs> see, that I have, see that I have pierced nipples? Yeah. yeah. Back off. I'm What's a up? Give me this protein bar. At one point, I, I briefly considered uh, dropping a watermelon on my head just to, just to see... <laughs> just to see what it's like. <laughs> what that was like. Because yeah. I was like, a watermelon, that would hurt. Wait, would it? feel like it would. One of the cutest things were uh, red pants, like, going to that little refrigerator and taking those really small sodas and, like, cracking each of them up with it and, like, chugging them down. Ha, ha. <laughs> and then right back at it. <laughs> oh, man. And he, like, you he, big dumb moron, I love you. He ran away so adorably. <laughs> and they're like, ah, I'm ready to fight now. But, yeah, like, red and black, just so, so so adorable and the crowd shots yeah with just showing the the varying oh. in emotions uh, yeah i love just like japanese old ladies just oh step stepping slightly to the side to avoid yeah. the fight yeah even <laughs> in japan those cocksuckers won't get out of the fucking way yeah. that one guy that wouldn't get out of his chair when they first got out of the fake ring and mm-hmm. threw him into the chairs and he wouldn't move fuck yeah. him like all the crowd shots were like range anywhere from barely interested to utterly confused <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> blown the fuck away Oh. Those children started looting when they broke the gumball machine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, red and black are, like, swinging around inflatable punching <laughs> bags. Just hit them on the ground. Like, not even hit each other with them. Just, just stick on the ground. Inflatable bag on the ground. Just spinning them around. <sighs> um, let's see. Yeah, we, we covered all that. Um, and I, wa- I gotta wonder, like, what store didn't sign off? <laughs> on like no you can't come in come here and fuck shit up right? I hope it was the one where they went in and just fucked everything up yeah like, oh, we got this <laughs> like I, I, I feel like maybe, maybe that, that restaurant re- that restaurant, yeah, the restaurant. F- felt like very like what the fuck is going on yeah like whether I think they were like you could, you could fuck shit up in here and mm-hmm. here and here but you know the they, stay away from a restaurant and they're like fuck, we're fucking that restaurant, restaurant we're fucking that yeah. restaurant up yeah. for sure oh he said don't fuck up that restaurant oh sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fucking shit up, <laughs> Kendo picks up a cash register <laughs> and fucking slices open yellow trucks. Yep, sure does. Sends that motherfucker to the hospital. But see, here's the thing. He was, was, had a full-size cash register, mm-hmm. and when he swung it, the, the change drawer opened up, and the register flew out and over, so he ended up getting hit with just the, the drawer. Mm-hmm. Where... Kendo was trying to hit him with the cash register. Yeah, in the head. In the head as hard as possible, but because of the momentum of it sliding, because of the sliding door and where Kendo had a hold of the, the drawer and not so much the actual cash register, <laughs> like that actually saved him from probably a very dangerous concussion. Yeah. Him yeah. getting, definitely saved him from a rest of the beating. Yeah. Definitely fucked up 
Green Trunks the rest of his day. He goes, yeah, at God first I was getting 50% of this, now I'm getting 100% of this <laughs> ass whooping. And, but like, yeah, like, and it caught, and I, and I could see it happen because it was like the, just that sharp edge of the cash mm-hmm. register drawer. But like, he was swinging like a large implement mm-hmm. at his head that could have murdered him. <laughs> I've seen movies where they murder a bad guy, like, like a foot soldier type <laughs> individual, with, by dropping a cash register on their head. <laughs> and Kendo Nagasaki was just doing that in the middle of this match. So this is Jay's Mutant Ninja Turtles, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so Green was just taking all kinds of ass whoopings. Um, I did notice that Kendo had some cupping marks on his back, so yeah. he's got a fucked up back. Well, I want to get cups so bad. But I was looking all into that this weekend. Do you, do you think they work? Yeah. I'm not I'm not of the class of uh, chiropractors or quacks, Jake. Listen, I grew up an hour, an hour north of where <laughs> it all originated from, and that, that used to be a big thing, but more and more I start believing in stretching and drinking <laughs> water, I start to believe chiropractors are quacks. I don't know. Every time you pop your neck and you go, ah! Yeah, I don't but, believe it. I'm back in. I'm like, you know, chiropractor works. But I, but I got that pop on my own. Well, yeah, and wrestling around. That's all they're really doing. I'm for it. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, what's the point of having sex when you know you get masturbated better than anybody else? I don't fuck a lot, Jake. I can go ahead and knock it out. And go about my day. That saves me half an hour of shit to do in the day. Exactly. So that's us. <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> Where are we at again? What's your, what's your position on masturbating, Paul? Yeah. You fucking are masturbating, Paul. I'm, I'm pro-masturbating. Okay. Uh, I, I dabble with both. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what you better at, bud? I haven't figured out what type of guy I am yet. I'm just trying to figure Do it out. Do a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Personally, for me, I'm better at jacking myself off <laughs> than I am at... Uh, Getting some girl to do it. And performing the I've definitely given myself more orgasms than I've given other people orgasms. So <laughs> People, eh? Not just a specific sex? Good for you, man. 2018, love who you love. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing again? We're, we're, we're on a side sidetrack. Okay. Actually, there was a sidetrack that just came up in this point in the video. Segways. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a B-plot of the... Hospitals ring, 101. Of the... There was a B-plot going on with the ring announcer feeling lightheaded and needed to see medical attention. Is that who she was? I couldn't figure out who she uh, was. She was the ring announcer. I thought she was just so blown away by the graphicness of this fight mm-hmm. that she just had to take a seat. That's, I'm guessing, what they were trying to convey, but was... Yeah. Depends on what she was seeing. If she was seeing what Kendo was doing, yeah, yeah that's graphic. Yeah. But if she was watching, like, Black versus Red, <laughs> she would, and she thought that was graphic, like, oh, I can't take it. She this. was just laughing so much she couldn't stand up I anymore. I thought her blood sugar was low. <laughs> she got one of those snacks that kept fucking up. <laughs> yeah. yeah she <laughs> got some of those gumballs. Had they not ruined all of the candy, this wouldn't have happened. Well, her medicine was in the cabinet, but then <laughs> he uh, broke Taniguchi up the wall. just drank it all. <laughs> On the most adorable he just, one ever. He just drank a shit ton of uh, insulin, didn't even know it. He died soon after. <laughs> That's why we don't hear that much about which, him as far as his wrestling career. Which in a little bit, when they start, like, so after he goes to the hospital and stuff, before they show him they're getting stitches, they just kind of stop everything, and they do a bunch of, like, words on the screen. I was like, did this man die? Did yeah. he just get murdered with a fucking cash register? Yeah, because it does freeze frame right on him, like, laying down and like, going... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. My favorite person in this whole thing that we haven't really discussed is the other old Japanese guy that always has the cigarette in his mouth. I think that's the other guy, uh, the other owner whose name has said earlier that I may or may not have butchered, the other founder of New Japan, um, Kojika. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that he was checking on that guy bleeding, but still had the cigarette in his mouth, like just blowing smoke <laughs> on it. <laughs> you all right? You're going to make it. Get the fuck out of here. Get Cigarettes will heal that up. You're yeah. being a pussy. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what if he was feeling concerned or he was just like, well, fuck. Like, I, I got to pay for a hospital bill. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was, was it just mad because this was going to inconvenience him? Like, I don't know what... What was what his motivation was. Then towards the end, he starts having a conversation with some guy that doesn't look too pleased. I figured he was one of the guys that owns one of these, like, establishments. Yeah, he's just... Because it was just nothing but, like, words at that point. Yeah, like, smoothing things over yeah. or something. Like, I, I don't know. But, yeah, like, they, they show the whole thing of, of Yellow getting stitches, daydreaming of, like, why couldn't I be there? Like, all kinds of things. And, and I feel like the, the dialogue in that moment in time, because there was somebody talking to him, and then he was answering back, I feel like somebody off camera was going, um, where did it all go wrong? 
and Yellow was like joining the New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> That's all wrong. So, um, in order. In order. Uh, also, too, Green gets raw meat shoved in his mouth because Salmonella gets you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. They start hitting each other with fish. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know they were allowed to use biological warfare. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They, oh, that was yeah. I, he picks he picks up the one big fish. The other guy just picks up two small fish. Oh, Red picks up the little tiny fish and just like starts making the noise when he hits them. Tanaguchi knew what he was doing because mm-hmm. the other guy had the biggest fish <laughs> in the shop, and Tanaguchi's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get the smallest fish." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know how this works. I get one d six of damage with this fish. <laughs> I was like, he's definitely the Zane Riley. Yeah, <laughs> give me those two small fish. Yeah. Like, he understands the aesthetics of <laughs> Big Al's little fish? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but after Yellow Daydreams, he cut right to Kendo, just smashing bottles over Green's head. <laughs> right? Like, it's like, I just, I hope they're actually, they're like, movie bottles that mm. they snuck in. But I don't think they were. No. Nope. It's just like, nah, on, nah. I'm going to swing these legit bottles over your head. Have any of you guys ever been hit in the head with a real bottle? Like a real one? Yeah. No. Ah. Well, Have you? Yeah. Tell us. This Tell is us the circumstances story. behind this. Uh, so, I it was a while back. Um, I got uh, so seventh grade. No, yeah, this was no, actually it was about a year ago. Uh, I got in a fight with this dude, and at your age, come on, go on. So I I had, this, I had him in a headlock like this, uh, and this girl that he was with came up from behind and just went like that over and caught me right at, like the top of my forehead, right on my hairline. With the bottom corner of the bottle, like that, and it, it did not break. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's gonna be my next question. <laughs> uh, when I saw that scene, <laughs> it's like I've been there, buddy. Yeah, I was. I was Do a you think concerned. it hurt worse by not breaking? I'm not sure. Now, when he was getting hit, it was the flat middle area of the mm-hmm. bottle. I I caught the caught corner, corner, so it that's the thickest part of the bottle. It, it's a little bit harder to break it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the big question. Did you win? Yeah. Come on. He hit the power position. Well, I, I, got, I got hit by a bottle. I was rejuvenated. <laughs> yeah. Did <laughs> you hit her? It's okay if you did. No, I did no. not hit her. All right. I'm saying. <laughs> but, like, why'd you have a guy in a headlock? Like, how, how did it <laughs> Well, they were like, fighting. Yeah, but, like... So... I had gone up, it, it's this kind of like weird convoluted story. There was a lot of booze involved. Okay. Um, Thus the empty bottle. She was, so the girl that li- that hit me with the bottle was my upstairs neighbor in an apartment building. And oh, this is a neighborly fight. Yeah. I, yeah. And this so is a live PD. The downstairs neighbor had had me holding on to his keys while he was out of town. Okay. And I didn't have a washer and dryer. So I was going to go downstairs and do laundry. Uh, and I went up to go get... The like his key, the key to his apartment, and I think she she owed me money too. I, there I don't really remember the, all the details now, but so they, they got up and started yelling about not wanting to give me. It was like ten dollars too that she owed me. And she had a barbed baseball bat. Exactly, it was a fenced-in area. Um, okay. And so then eventually I was like, like whatever, and I I left to go back down to my apartment and then like five minutes later like the dude comes knocking on the door and he's like alright here's your ten dollars and at this point I was like pissed off and so I just started talking a bunch of shit to him I was like cool I'll take my ten dollars and you and Sarah are both pieces of shit by the way and all this stuff uh, real twenty year old move so you yeah. it, <laughs> so then so he so then he so you got what to, you wanted but it wasn't enough <laughs> okay so he tried to punch me uh and he hit me in the face and then tried to run away. Mm. And I grabbed him by the back of the, the shirt like that. And just So you were the Kendo Nagasaki of this situation. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he hit me first. But you were the aggressor. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, the fucking police? <laughs> no, I'm the guy walking around with a cigarette right now trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> so, so I grabbed him by the back of the shirt, pulled him like that, got uh, got him in the head. Like, we wrestled around. At one point, I had him, like... Like this with my hand on his throat. Um, He's in a choke the, slam the, position. Uh, uh, well, but I was on the second floor and he was like over the railing. I was gonna. Wait, whoa! Is he alive? I was just holding him like that. Yeah. Okay. So then, I, so then I, I pulled him away from like that and eventually got him back in it and a headlock again. Maybe he was only in the headlock one time. I don't remember 
exactly how. At one point, I had him like this over the railing, and then at another point, I had him in the headlock, and I got hit in the head with a beer bottle. <laughs> it's a fact of a beer bottle. Did you get yeah. your laundry done? No. Oh. And he ripped the shirt that I was wearing. That son of a bitch. He owes you for that shirt now. Yeah. Did you guys make amends? No. Never Is he still sense. your neighbor? No, I, I, I don't live in that town. Well, probably because you're not allowed to, but I mean, I get it. <laughs> probably evicted soon thereafter, weren't you? Well, my lease was up a week later. Ah, fuck him. Should have pissed on him. All right. <laughs> so you didn't cook him dinner afterwards. Okay. So make sure <laughs> Which was the sweetest goddamn thing. I know, but before we get there... We, we're we, getting close. We're, we're, we're getting very close. We're going to get there in like probably two or three minutes. Yeah. So uh, we get the, the figure four in the fish markets. Um, Which I've never seen someone reverse the figure four by just taking their leg out of the figure four. Good on him. Yeah, good and that's what leads to the fish. Yeah, but... At, at this moment in time, I was getting kind of upset because I was like, why is Green getting all this punishment? Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, Kendo Nagasaki just bursts out of nowhere. <laughs> Breaks a door. To which, in my notes, I put, finally, Kendo going to be whipping that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Starts beating the shit out of Red and Black. Yeah. Who've had Because somebody won. Black just won here. Did, did, yeah, Black wins. Like, Black pins them. They start playing the music again. Oh, okay. And then that's what that's what brings Kendo through the door. Oh, I didn't. I missed all that. Yeah, okay. black pins red, and then he starts whooping Black's ass. Okay, I was very keen because yeah. all I know the band do from there on was the tuba player. Like, very unimpressed. And and like any good death match, they bring it back to the fucking ring. Yes. Which yes. was my favorite part of the entire thing. They came back to the ring for the finish. Yeah, ring is a very generous term. <laughs> finish is <was> also. <laughs> <laughs> finish that consisted of Kendo giving a pile driver to <laughs> the guy. Uh, putting another guy in the Boston Crab and then a cross arm breaker. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then they did shave Green's head and eyebrows. And I guess that was his welcome thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you don't shave black and reds, eyebrows and head. I get well, why you don't shave yellows. Like well, he only, made, he only made that guy the food, too. Like, he only served that guy the food. He made everybody else get their own food. So maybe that was, like, his graduation... Moment. Maybe thing. that was his first match, but I don't know. If, it, if he was Abdullah, Abdullah Kobayashi, that wouldn't have been his first match. He would have his first match in 1994. Mm. So, I don't know. I want to find out more about that soup that they made in the end. <laughs> it was just pho. Or pho. It was just pho? Okay. Yeah, pho. that's what that's I'm thinking exactly was. <laughs> like how that jackass just put one huge hunk of meat in there and didn't try to break it up? Mm -hmm. like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I just, you know, uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was just pho. But it's like, I like how they all walk off in the sunset. And then you have these kids on bikes. They're like, who the fuck are those guys? <laughs> they just walked away from an explosion and didn't look back. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, it's oh. like, our job here is done, boys. <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> Some part-time boy got his first job sweeping the floors of the grocery store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's his second day. God damn it. Yeah, look, what's a bigger disaster? Uh, Nagasaki or Kendo Nagasaki? Yeah. <laughs> discuss. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, Big Japan is always doing, like, weird shit like this. Yeah, that was definitely weird shit. That was, that was weird shit. What, what were some other things that pop up in your head when you think about the grocery store death match? Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely the, the, um, the watermelons were not, uh, at one point I remember watching it, uh, thinking, well, that's just good, clean family fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know my initial thought before I even watched it, I just saw the name when you sent me the link, and I thought, well, where are the parents? <laughs> <laughs> Looking on, horrified and disgusted and unamused. Um, any other notes that you got, saying? Uh, I like that even after the hospital, uh, Yellow Trunks was still walking around in his sheet. Oh, he came back, like yeah. a soldier, you know? Yeah. I think he was. I, I figured he would come back to fight. Yeah. And just go left-handed. Mm-hmm. But no, he didn't. No. I anyway, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a little bit confusing. I guess I didn't really catch that it was the end of the match. But then they just lightning cut to them all eating soup <laughs> casually. I, I wanted. I couldn't understand the subtitles. A million miles of cabbage. Yeah. It was yeah. It was chopping lettuce. At one point, I thought I, w I was a little bit stoned. I thought. Uh, Huh. What's this beef with that lettuce? What's the deal there? <laughs> Why are you so hot about that lettuce? You're going to hit him with that lettuce mash. now? Yeah. 
Like, shouldn't they have scooped up some of that <laughs> on the ground? And then they I like, wonder if that's what they got to keep. Like, so were they buying that stuff at the beginning for the mill at the end? Or were they paying for the shit they're about to fuck up? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Really? I wonder if that's <laughs> all, every ingredient in that soup was used as a weapon. I would hope so. I think that's what should. Uh, yeah, he, he should have been given the respect of his trainer making him the soup, but it was all ground ingredients. Mm-hmm. That's why the water was brown. <laughs> exactly. Um... So at the beginning, one of the guys buying stuff was wearing a Rod Price or a Rob Price shirt who looked like a wrestler. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And is he a wrestler? Do you, Rob you know Price? That? Yeah, do you know Yeah, he was a global guy. Okay. Yeah, I just heard about him on the Something to Wrestle He podcast. was wearing some sweet-ass little Rob Price shirt. Yeah. Rob Price was over at one point in time. You know, especially in Japan. Exactly. Especially in the grocery store deathmatch market. Uh, anything else we need to discuss about this? We won't, we won't um, discuss it long what is, that, what is that, that mascot? That little, like, yellow... <laughs> that bomb? It's the thumbnail. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that I out. I think for the video company that... Okay, that puts it on. Out. Yeah, the one know. that uh, buttoned the guy's jacket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It, this shit was weird. It was fun to watch, though. Yeah. It's short. Yeah, that's, that's the kind best of, part. That's kind, of, that's kind of been our, our, our thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> We're getting a good stride where we get them all in in an hour. Exactly. It took me longer to get to your house than it took me an hour to get here. It took me longer to get to your <laughs> house other 15 minutes away. Really? It took me an hour to get here, and we haven't talked about this goddamn thing longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> good. But, uh, you know, uh, Paul, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, after you had your fight, or if you had a grocery store fight, <laughs> Um, and you wanted to clean off that glorious mustache you had, mm-hmm. wouldn't you like to use some handmade soaps yeah. to, to clean that mustache off? Of course. I would I would love to, to be able to give you some. And I actually know a wonderful company that would love to give you some wonderful handmade soaps, who's actually a sponsor of this podcast. We saying, have sponsors, Jake? We have sponsors. We oh, have awesome. a sponsor in Evans Country Clean, which makes handmade soaps, which help heal, restore, and hydrate your skin. And they are made out of natural ingredients like olive oil, palm oil, and coconut oil, and shea butter. Baby. I know, right? And if you're, you know, Paul, if you're super hypoallergenic, or if you have sensitive skin, much like myself, I'm breaking out like a fucking AIDS victim right now on my (laughs) face. Like, because I haven't had Evans Country Clean in over... Two months now. What are you waiting on, I Evan? I thought you looked a touch aidsy. I, I thought it was just the lesions, but I guess not. No, it, it, I'm breaking up bad. And it's all because <laughs> I don't have enough Evans Country Clean in my life. So uh, it has a wonderful scent, and they have a wonderful men's line. And also, they're a small business. Like, basically, the only reason we got Evans Country Clean as a sponsor is because they know our producer, Don. And Evan, Evan's like, hey, man, can I... Get the sponsorship through your podcast. And he said, sure. And he goes, I got two mo- two morons that'll mention it every time yeah. on your podcast. <laughs> You're not going to listen, are you? And he's like, no, good. <laughs> no, I don't care what they do. <laughs> but what I will do is I'll give them a promo code so anybody that goes to Evan Country's Clean, EvansCountryClean.com, they'll get 50% off with the promo code BOOKED15. See how that works? And once again, that website is EvansCountryClean.com. Dot com. It's in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. But, um, Paul, you being a comedian, you got some shows. You actually run a room as well yes. in town. Uh, you're, you're a newbie performer, mm-hmm. but you're a performer nonetheless. You have a <laughs> microphone in front of you. Please let everybody know what you got coming up in that. Uh, you performer, so but I, you are running a room. <laughs> yeah. I host an open mic that's twice a month at a, a pretty cool pizza place and bar up in Huntersville. It's called The Vinyl Pie. Uh, the next two are going to be June 4th and June 25th, uh, and there are two July uh, nights that are going to be to be uh, dated. Okay. And do you, do you have like a Twitter account where you put funny things or an Instagram to put funny things? Yeah, I actually re-downloaded Twitter on my phone today, uh, and i got to figure out what my password is from three years ago, but I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna start, uh, I'm going to start tweeting, I guess. I'm going to get multiple tweet-i tweets... Twit. Yeah. Um, so it would be uh, Paul underscore B94. I think. I think. Make it easy for the people. Yeah. Make it I'm easy pretty sure that's people. my Instagram too. <laughs> if uh, not, whatever. <laughs> give, go give that guy a follow. He's got a similar username. Uh, Zane, what do you got going on? Uh, when does this come out? It'll be this Thursday. Oh, well, tomorrow night in Winston Salem. I'll be wrestling for AML at the Winston Salem Fairgrounds, maybe? It's some big arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a double header show. The first show will be midgets. 
an all-midget show. Okay. And then AML will be right after, Battle of the Fairgrounds. Uh, and I think that's about it. I'm going to see a couple concerts next month. That's about all. Yeah, June's, June's very light. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get ahead on some Because stuff. July's super dumb. Like, July's got both the super cons. Yeah. You know, we've got a I bunch of shit. Got some Northeast wrestling shows, some ballpark shows. Mm -hmm. I got some other shows. Um, yeah, June. The only big June thing I have is June 8th. I'll be bringing in Stuart Huff. Stuart Huff to the Evening Muse. Make sure you show up for that. Stuart Huff is a fantastic touring comedian. We're very lucky to have him here in Charlotte on Friday, June 8th. Go to eveningmuse.com for more information about that show. Um, Zane, this is where we do our reviews. Uh, oh, right man. Now, right now uh, on Stitcher. Ratlin is still, still? Cool, still ruling the roost on Stitcher. Um, you know, where he says right alongside OSW Review. Jake and Zane understand how to joke about a niche interest, and this is a funny-to-anyone podcast, uh, especially <laughs> for the non-wrestling fan helps. Yeah. Now, so if you like wrestling, you're not going to like this. Now when it comes to iTunes. Uh-oh. No, we don't. We do. We do? We have a I new one. And, and I met him this weekend. He was he was complaining, like, hey, they won't let me post the, the review, and I go... Look, you might have to write down a piece of paper and give it to me right now. Pretty much, uh, I was like, you might have to go to a desktop, or sometimes the app takes a little bit longer for it to review because it'll post the reviews right away. But apparently, this came through just in time before we started recording. We have a new top of the heap. We now have uh, "You Will Believe Man Can Fly" is now the top uh, review on iTunes. Uh, the review is entitled "Ah, Delicious, <laughs> Give Me More." Uh, the man uh, I saw this P uh, this past weekend at PWX, he, he was disappointed I didn't say that after I kissed Effie and gave him one of my uh, finishing maneuvers. <laughs> he was very upset I didn't say, uh, delicious, give me more. And if there was ever a time to say that... <laughs> would have been a perfect time. Would have been a perfect time. Probably one of the biggest regrets of my entire career. Mm -hmm. But in the review, it was a great review. So thank you so much. Uh, uh, you will believe man can fly. I appreciate you for that review. He also says, P.S., I wonder if Donut 1978 will be upset. <laughs> My suspicion is, yes, he will be. Maybe now we're going to have us a battle. We are definitely going to have a battle. I, I know that uh, Donut 1978 follows us on Twitter. So, guys, uh, please tweet us at for a suggestion, stuff like that. Like I said, we're going to be around for June, so we can get ahead on some episodes. Mm -hmm. and some, like we just did the, the Raw Bowl at Fan Request. Can we talk about the July thing yet, or is that still? No, I think we can talk about it. For sure, uh -huh. uh, we're, we're, I, I don't know. I don't want to give up too many of the specifics. Maybe we should wait then. Uh, yeah, maybe wait. But basically, we'll just tell you what it is. It's mm -hmm. we're going to do a live episode. Okay. Let's go ahead and just say we're going to do a live yeah. episode. We don't know what it's about yet. Uh, I I kind of know what it's about. It's going to be PG, right? Uh, Wasn't that the thing we had to do like an earlier time? Our discussion will be PG. Okay. Uh, PG thirteen. Okay. So you're going to have to knock back at Ooh. least take about five fucks off your normal. All right. No, normal I'll normal I'll time. fuck it down a bit. Because I think it's going to be a little bit earlier, so it's going yeah. to give more people for an opportunity to come see it. Good. So I'm very excited. But basically, uh, what I thought we would never do again would be another live one, because <laughs> I know, mean, Zane, you were great on the live one. <laughs> I almost died of a stroke. Yes. So that's pretty much why mm -hmm. when people come up to me like, oh, we love the live episode. Zane was so funny. I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was there. He was. He, I was there, and he was enjoying himself because he was <laughs> watching my head almost fucking explode. So... <laughs> But it sounds like it's going to be a lot easier. Actually, I bought, that's why I bought all this uh, equipment well, that we have right now. We got, the, we got the new Zoom recorder. We got the new mics and stuff like that. So I think I'm pretty prepared that we can just plug right into an audio board, and we'll be able to go from there. So, Fabulous. Uh, we'll have more details about that. We'll be Sweet. doing another live one in July, and it will be uh, in North Carolina somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, and if it doesn't work out there, maybe we'll try somewhere else. Maybe. I, I, I think uh, we're going we're gonna to do another live one. Uh, I think I think my heart can handle. it. You think so? I think so. Maybe we'll do good there. Maybe it'll be a normal thing now. Like we can we go to Largo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna go that far. Maybe Hebert Hall. <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't know. I know we can fill it up, but we can try. <laughs> Either or, but but for more information about that and other podcasts, and like I said, any requests, please. Like I said, somebody requests Raw Bowl. We did it like the next week. So yeah. anything else, we're up. We're that's how unprepared we are. Especially if it's under an hour. Oh man. Especially if it's under an hour, we will discuss it. Um, for about an hour, mm -hmm. and if you have any suggestions or corrections or mistakes that we made or anything you want to put in about the grocery store death match, make sure you tweet me at Manscout Manning or email me at jake at 
sslshow.com or make sure you log on to the website howdidthisgetbooked.com we have how did this get booked t-shirts that are available and tell you what from this moment on right here right here and i feel bad uh uh you will believe man can fly and rattling but from this moment on i'm gonna make this declaration if you write a review on either stitcher or itunes and you get up with me through twitter about your address i will mail you a free how did this get book t-shirt i am making this proclamation right here right now i will give you a free how did this get book t-shirt if you write a review on itunes or either stitcher and you get up with me through twitter with your address just give send a direct message it can be just that now what if three or four people do a review and they're like jockeying for top is the top going to get it come showtime? No, it's all three of them. All three of them. Okay. If three people write a review on iTunes, I will send out three shirts. You send me an address and shirt size through Twitter. Um, and if you do follow me, uh, I might put your uh, your shirt to the front of the line there. <laughs> and if you don't follow me on Twitter, I might wait a week or two. You know, that's right to you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm going to make this proclamation as of today. Uh, unfortunately, that will not apply to you. You will believe man can fly and rattling, but that was just how. It Hopefully, just, he bought one at PWX. You know what? If he sees me at PWX, I'll get him a free one because I feel bad. But rattling, you fucking missed out, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Suck it. So, anybody from this day forward uh, until I say no mas. Until <laughs> I run out of shirts. Until I run out of shirts. Until I run out of designs because I'm sitting a lot of how do this get books. <laughs> Uh, t-shirts, uh, but also at howdidthiskipbook.com, I also have my own own merch, and I got some really good, cool shirts now. I mm-hmm. finally posted them. They're up there. They're there, and uh, I also have, like, pins, uh, patches. Uh, my 6 disc DVD set is up there as well. But like I said, guys, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Leo Review, please. But ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of How Did This Get Booked. Woo!